You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins for Thursday, February 9th. I'm Portia Cook, your news director. Myself, along with Lee Zempel, are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. And we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, hear about the conversations surrounding artificial intelligence and academic integrity here at Colorado State University in Campus News with Lee Zempel. And have you ever wondered what takes place inside a Fort Collins water treatment plant? Or what about the city's television and production studio? Find out how you can go behind the scenes of these facilities and more in local news with me. Later on in the show, I talk with Black African American Cultural Center's participant, Bolu Falarian, on her thoughts on Black History Month and how she and others are celebrating this year. And with that, let's move right into campus news with Lee Zempel. I'm Lee Zempel, and these are your campus news updates. Since the release of ChatGPT by OpenAI, artificial intelligence has been on the radar of those concerned about academic integrity in schools. CSU faculty in the Walter Scott Junior College of Engineering are starting conversations on campus about the impacts it may have on current and future academics. ChatGPT is an online language model chatbot programmed to produce human-like text. It can have conversations, it can write to user-given prompts, and it can even debug code and explain what it thinks is wrong with it. The opportunities of using ChatGPT can be tempting to some students who don't want to solve an equation themselves, for example. Dan Baker and Sam Bachara, who are CSU professors and co-coordinators of the Master Teacher Initiative program, recently hosted the first seminar to discuss student interaction with the technology and the pros and cons of its use. They discussed how teachers can help students take advantage of the chatbot with academic intentions in a field as rigorous as engineering education to preserve academic integrity. Panar Amur Azbek is a professor in civil engineering who attended the seminar. She told CSU Source News that she was open-minded and glad that this technology is being developed, and that, quote, we want to embrace these things as a learning tool and to ensure that it doesn't hinder us. The Fort Collins 16th annual Winter Bike to Work or Wherever Day is just around the corner, and you can expect to see a station set up on campus to welcome riders with free food and coffee. On Friday morning, Lamar's Donuts, the Silver Grill Cafe, and many other co-hosts will join CSU on the Oval near the administration building. The station will run from 7 to 9.30. Organizers are hopeful that they'll be able to top last year's number of people served, which was almost 500 according to CSU Source News. The station will have many options for breakfast foods, as well as other useful resources like maps and free bike adjustments. That's all for Campus News. I'm Lee Zimpel. Up next, police need your help in locating a suspect who stole two vehicles and evaded police. This and more in local news with Portia Cook. In local news, the Larimer County Sheriff's Office is seeking information about a suspect who stole two vehicles and eluded law enforcement on February 8th. Just before 2 p.m. on February 8th, the Larimer County Sheriff's Office received a report of a stolen vehicle from the caller's garage in East Fort Collins. Responding deputies quickly located the red Ford F-150 traveling east on Mulberry Street. The suspect refused to stop, prompting a pursuit onto northbound I-25. The truck exited the highway on Mount Vista, traveling south, and began driving west on the railroad tracks. The driver was able to get away from officers, and the truck was later found abandoned nearby. Minutes later, dispatch received a report of a white GMC pickup truck that had been stolen in the area. Deputies located the second stolen vehicle abandoned on Conquest Street. The suspect was last seen leaving on a stolen REI brand purple beach cruiser-style bicycle. 
No injuries have been reported in connection with this incident. Anyone with information about the suspect or who may have home security video that captured the incident is asked to contact Deputy Michael Hurley at 970-498-5361. Those who wish to remain anonymous can also contact Crime Stoppers of Larimer County at 970-221-6868. In other news, a very scary situation took place in our neighboring city, Windsor, Colorado, on Tuesday. Windsor is located about 12 miles northwest of Fort Collins. On Tuesday, February 7th, at about 2.33 p.m., Windsor police officer and school resource officer, Anna Baker received a report from a school administrator about a student in possession of a handgun. Baker was immediately able to respond, recover, and secure the gun. The incident remains an active investigation with police noting that no further information would be released. The school district said privacy laws also prevent them from sharing additional details about the incident or potentially ongoing or future disciplinary action that might be taken. Luckily, no one was hurt. Police are asking anyone with information pertaining to the incident who have not already spoken with law enforcement to contact Sergeant Jared Paul by phone at 970-674-6452. Have you ever wondered what takes place inside a Fort Collins water treatment plant? What about the city's television and production studio? The street traffic control center? Or maybe even City Hall? Well, wonder no more because City Works 101 is here to give you an insight into all of the facilities and more with a public education program. City Works 101 is a public education program that invites people to get up close and personal to their local government, receive presentations from dozens of city staff, meet the mayor and city manager, hang out with council members and tour facilities. So how do you apply for the program? Well, to be considered for CityWorks 101, you must have lived within the Fort Collins Growth Management Area for at least six months. Class size is limited to a maximum of 30 people and priority is given to applicants who will attend all eight classes. If the number of eligible applicants exceeds 30, participants will be selected through a drawing. Applications for the CityWorks 101 program are open now through midnight on Friday, February 24th. To fill out your application, you can head to fcgov.com slash cityworks. I'm Portia Cook, and that's all for your local news. Up next, love is in the air. Find out what you can do to celebrate Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day weekend with some lovely upcoming Northern Colorado events. you are a current CSU student and would like to be a part of KCSU FM, go to kcsufm.com backslash training to be a live DJ, podcaster, or reporter. This is 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins.
Whether you are single or taken or salty or sweet this Valentine's Day, there is something for everyone. Broken up into categories and starting off with those like me, the romantics, you can head on over to the Avery House located off of Mountain Avenue in Fort Collins for a Valentine-themed candlelit tour. On Saturday, February 11th, the tour through the 1879 Victoria-era home will serve up plenty of romance and hot chocolate. Tours are $10 per person and take place every half hour from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Space is limited and you can get your tickets at pooterlandmarks.com slash events before it's too late. And if you're looking to take the romance up a notch, you and your lover can cash a fresh take of William Shakespeare's classic play, Romeo and Juliet. The performance kicks off on Valentine's Day on Tuesday, February 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Lincoln Center in Fort Collins. Tickets for the performance can be found at lctix.com. And for those of you who want to feel the love and the burn, you can head on out for the Run Love, Fort Collins' newest Valentine's-themed race that will take place at 9 o'clock a.m. on Saturday, February 11th. Staying on theme, the Sweet 5K and 10K will set off from Sweetwater Brewing. Registration information and tickets can be found at frontrangefreeze.com. And if Valentine's is not your thing, that is okay too. You can head on over to KCSU to check out the KCSU calendar found at kcsufm.com for the most up-to-date local music events and entertainment happenings near you. I'm Portia Cook, and that's all for your event news. Now, as we head into the end of week two of Black History Month, I had the opportunity to speak with Black African American Cultural Center's participant, Bolu Falarin, about her thoughts on the holiday. Now, Bolu is a fourth-year Colorado State University student. She is also majoring in human development and family studies with a pre-health concentration. Bolu is a native of Nigeria who immigrated to the U.S. when she was only four. Bolu is a first-generation college student. And... Bolu is a Black woman. Here's what she had to say. We're here right outside the Black African American Cultural Center. I'm going to start off with asking you, what does Black History Month mean to you? To me, Black History Month means focusing and highlighting on where we've been and where we continue to go, right? But I'm very big on recognizing that Black history is not only during this month, but I think it's important to have a time to highlight it. Like, I usually kind of talk to people who are like, why do we need Black History Month? It's like, when we can just always celebrate it is the same way as when people talk about, like, why do you need Valentine's Day? You should always, like, show love to your significant other. But, like, it's always nice to have, like, a day to kind of, like, honor and just kind of shed light on something that's important, you know? Absolutely. Now, speaking of the holiday itself. What do you do or some of the things that you do or maybe your family and friends do to celebrate or recognize the the holiday within the month of February? I feel like I'm always celebrating it without realizing. So I feel like, especially being here at CSU, because like I feel like I can only go back that far with the pandemic and stuff now. But like it looks like being involved, right? That whether that looks like being more intentional about what I buy and where my money goes to. I feel like in the US, a lot of things is about money at the end of the day, you know? So look, that looks like supporting more black businesses during um, Black History Month. That might look like, I know ever since I've been a freshman year, I went to the MLK March. So like that's become a tradition for me now. So even after I leave CSU, I know they probably have parades like that um, in Denver where I'm from. So I don't know. It just feels like being more present in my blackness and like 
unapologetic about it and where being more intentional, I feel like. Hopefully I can implement that through other months, but I feel like it's hard not to do that this month, you know? Absolutely. Now, what are some ways that maybe those outside of the Black community could recognize and celebrate Black History Month? For me, I'm really big on, like, educating yourself, right? So I think, like, just being in spaces, right, um, and just learning more. I feel like when we think about certain states, like, um, Florida and Texas, right, and they don't want to talk about critical race theory and they don't want to acknowledge, like, the dark history of the United States and not even just American, like black American history, but like just like black history in general. Right. Um, I think it's just like, you know, there's a lot of uh, resources around, whether it's at CSU, your professors, all these things, right. Like that's up to you to do, you know, like you can't always have that token black friend that's going to be like, Hey, so how do you feel about black lives matter? You're whatever the controversial um, statement is, but it's like, there's no excuse. Right. I feel like it's up to you to like, there's you, you have to be turning a blind eye to like, Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know about this topic. Like, you know, I feel like it's the most, I don't want to say accepting month to kind of ask those questions and educate yourself and learn. But I feel like you can't not, not participate because it's kind of in your face, you know? So absolutely. Yeah. Why is Black History Month not only important to the Black community, but also those outside of the community? Black history is American history. Black history is everyone's history. Like, um, I feel like a lot of people, if you take um, a ethnic studies class, a psychology class, you'll realize that race is um, a human construct, right? Like we are one human race, right? So when we think about Black history and stuff like that, it's important to know that everything is Black history, you know? So it's not just, oh, like, these happened to these folks. We're so sorry. It's like, no, like, everyone has some type of connection to Black history, whether it's internalized, whether it's, like, each... I feel like there's anti-Blackness in every group, whether you're in a marginalized group, right? Um, I think there's anti-Blackness in capitalism. There's like any systems that there is in place, there's anti-Blackness in there, right? So I think it's important to kind of dissect that. And then my last question for you, I'm going to give you the opportunity to debunk a stereotype or myth about you. I am a Black woman. So you identify as a Black woman. What would you like to debunk or let somebody know, this is me? Ooh, that's a good one. I think um, something I would like to debunk, right, is I feel like we've we've heard this we've heard this a lot, but I'm gonna keep saying it, like putting black people in a box, right? Being black, being a black woman is not a monolith, right? I think we have to retire certain tropes of the black woman, like being the angry black woman or being aggressive, all these things, right? And it's just like some people that like we're not that, you know, so I think it's just important to like every black individual, every black woman that you meet is not the same, you know, so like we're not just grouped in one. I feel like it's very easy to do that. So it's just like take time to love these beautiful black queens, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I think that's something I would like to debunk even amongst ourselves, like in intercommunity. So cool. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. If you are just tuning in, that was a quick Q&A with Black African American Cultural Center's participant Bolu Falaran on her thoughts on Black History Month and how she and others are celebrating this year. Stay tuned for your Colorado State University sports report with Eliza Drotar after the break.
Support for KCSU comes from Chiba Hut. Chiba Hut Toasted Subs is a cannabis-themed restaurant with three locations in Fort Collins and two close to campus. Ordering is available online for pickup or delivery. For locations and a menu, visit ChibaHut.com. My name is Eliza Drota. This is your RMR Sports Report. In track and field news, the team competed in both the Invitational at the Peak and the Colorado School of Mines multi-event in the same day on February 4th, traveling to both Golden and the U.S. Air Force Academy. Their next event is going to be on. Their next event will be taking place at the Don Kirby Invitational in Albuquerque, New Mexico. In men's basketball, the team is now 10 and 14 on a five-game losing streak. Their most recent loss to Utah State being a match here in Fort Collins, 79-88. to Their next match will be against the Air Force Academy this week. In women's basketball, the team is now 15-8 and on a two-game winning streak. Their most recent win coming from the Wyoming match earlier this week here in Fort Collins with a win 66-63. Their next matchups are going to be San Jose State and Fresno State later this week. And finally, in women's swim and dive, the team is 8-0-1 overall with a two-game winning streak, two-match winning streak, actually, if you want to use the correct terminology for women's swim and dive. Their final meet of the season is going to be at the Denver First Chance Invitational later this week before they head off to the Mountain West Championships in mid-February. These will be taking place in Houston, Texas. My name is Eliza Drotar. This has been your RMR Sports Report. Are you a music creator looking to get their songs heard? Then go to kcsufm.com to submit your music. Find the Music tab, click Submit Your Music for Airplay, and you'll find a step-by-step on how to get your songs to us. Can't wait to hear it and keep listening to 90.5 KCSU. Reporting your Fort Collins weather for Thursday, February 9th. It is windy in Fort Collins today, and that coupled with a high of 34 makes for a chilly day. Winds will continue throughout the day, moving north at 25 to 35 miles per hour. Friday calms down a bit, giving us mainly sunny skies and a high of 43. Friday night continues with clear skies and a high of 27 degrees. I don't know about you, but I am very ready to move into the weekend, taking a look at Saturday. Saturday gives us a high of 52. We will see partly cloudy skies in the morning that will give way to clear skies during the afternoon with a low of 29 degrees later in the night. As for Sunday, we will see considerable clouds that will decrease later in the day with highs in the mid-40s. And for next week's weather, you can tune into the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. I'm Portia Cook with your KCSU Weather Report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. 
And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. I would also like to thank our volunteer, Lee Zempel, our news producer, Adam Carlson, as well as the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener. So thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under the news or podcast section, or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we will see you next time.